1: Hello and welcome to episode one of To The Regiment, the Early Doors podcast with Phil Mealy and me, Ben Steele. How are you today, Phil?
2: I'm all right, Ben. I'm good. I'm Phil Mealy, obviously. You can, If you watch Early Doors, you'll tell from my dulcet tones. This isn't my real voice. My, I'm really a company, actually. I just like you know, I've, <laughs> I've, 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 yeah. And um, we're here to do the podcast about Early Doors To The Regiment. This is episode one. Many more to come. We're going to go in depth into the grapes and tell you all the the behind-the-scenes stuff and the secrets and fill you in on what's gone. I hope you find it interesting. Cheers. I've done loads of I've done podcasts before. Um, Well, specific general podcasts really of people asking me various things about the royal family and early doors and sunshine and things that we've done, but um, just. You, well, you got in touch with me, didn't you, and said what you That's think right, about the yeah. a podcast. Yeah. Uh, and I think there's a lot of... um, uh, the, There's a growing audience for Early Doors, which is a bit weird to say, really, considering it's 20 years old uh-huh. since it was first shown. But it appears to me that in that time, it's more popular now than it ever was, and then maybe in another five years' time, it'll be more popular than than it was you know than it is now mm-hmm. it just seems to be that thing with early doors that <clears throat> um when it first came on it was kind of buried in the schedules a bit really so people mm. a lot of people just didn't get to see it and i think the majority of people i don't know how you came uh, to see it but the majority of people or lots of people not the majority lots of people anyway um come across it like usually you do with things where a friend or somebody you know a a mate at work will say oh have you seen this and i'm I'm not not really no i don't know i've heard of it or whatever it is Mm -hmm. and people say oh you must watch it and usually you know i'm like that with with things to watch at the moment you know i'll watch something like i loved breaking bad and it was somebody put me onto breaking bad and then I didn't watch Better Call Saul. And then a couple of mates said, oh, you must watch Better Call Saul. It's, it's fabulous. Yeah. And I think that's <clears throat> that's what happened. I think that, that happened with Early Doors, that its popularity has grown so much, um, much to the surprise of the BBC, or much to <laughs> the puzzlement of the BBC, probably, um, that, that he... Uh, when you approached me, I just thought, oh, well, it actually, it is a good idea to do something because, um, you know, some people were only bits of kids when they were fans of it now. Yeah. So it's kind of nice to revisit and talk about how things, how it came together, about the episodes. And there's a cure, you know, because it's popular, there's a curiosity about, about it. And there's a lot of affection for it. And yeah. I've got a lot of affection for it. That's why the, I think the, the the clips on YouTube are, 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 and, and Twitter and stuff are so popular. And the reviews on Amazon and things like that are always amazing. Uh, because people have a real, it's not just a sort of take it or leave it program, I don't think. I think it's one of those things that you watch two or three episodes and you're in. Yeah. And it's like, it just, you, you, you sort of have an affiliation or an affection to for the characters and for the program so and I think that just transcends into people being interested about how it develops and various scenes and that so I just thought it'd be really nice thing for the fans of the show as well
1: yeah I agree uh that's where my initial idea for this came from was a I like doing podcasts I like listening to podcasts and it seems like a good medium to have this conversation basically um it's like a a tribute to the show. Even yeah. though, as you say, it came out 20 years ago. Well, the first, yeah. se- first season did, anyway. Yeah. Um, and you're right. I think I discovered it in two ways. I was a Royal Family fan. Yeah. And this was kind of built a little bit like as a, the thing that came after it yeah. in that world. And my friend Dave, everyone's got a friend, Dave. Oh, yeah. He <laughs> He went to school with Mark Benton. I think that yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's possible. I mean, <laughs> Mark obviously went to school. Um, so he's like, you you got to watch this because blah, 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 blah. Um, and I think why people like it so much is it's got that, it's real humour. It's mm. how people talk to each other. Yeah. Like, sarcastically or
2: yeah.
1: taking the piss. Yeah. But it's also got that... Um, heart to it as well. Yeah. Which I think resonates with a lot of other people who might not be traditional comedy fans, if you will.
2: Yeah. Um, I, think, I think it's one of those things that you people recognise, uh, if not themselves, they recognise situations and people in it. It's not that far. I mean, obviously, it's a heightened reality. Otherwise, you know, mm. because nobody's funny for half an hour. Uh, <laughs> not even me. You'll <laughs> um, sure find out, but um, you know it, it's one of those things that it is based in reality. You can recognize the characters, and therefore that's where the affection for it comes from because you uh, you can identify, you know, you can relate to it. Nobody can relate to Mrs. Brown's Boys, I would imagine, unless right, you've got, yeah. an, an, you know, unless you are dressing up as an old woman and climbing to the top of a Christmas tree that revolves. True. Is not, you know what I mean? So it, mm-hmm. it is that, but, but I'm not, I mean, there's a place for that. My mum and dad think Mrs Brown's boys is really funny. Mm-hmm. But it, it. But that's sort of pantomime, isn't it? Whereas yeah. with early doors and with the royal family, uh, we were going for something that's more about sort of character and and the kind of the, uh, the, the the intriguing things about people's characteristics and the redeeming characteristics about people as well I think
1: you no know, mm-hmm. I think in this
2: program we always try to to make it that even if they're taking the piss out of each other are uh, there is something that's redeemable about, about the characters even the cops you know the cops are just lazy yeah. Bastards, but there's something. Even you know, people are outside the pub are getting burgled and robbed and mugged, and also there's something <laughs> quite. You know, there is something redeemable about the cops in their kind of funny. Well, what's the point of it? Attitude that yeah. you kind of know. You know you are. You know it's like when when uh, you know. One of the cops, I think it's his sister's cassette. back in the day when they had bloody cassette, you know, <laughs> a DVD in the car, car mm-hmm. stereo, car radio was pinched. And they, they saw him running down the path. And he said, Did they report to the police? And he's like, Well, what's the point? You know what <laughs> yeah. I mean? So it's that kind of <laughs> I think it's that kind of thing is like, well, even the, you know, that was everybody's attitude about reporting crime. It still is. And so mm-hmm. the police say it as well. You just think, <laughs> bloody hell, what kind of... So there is, there is something about the Redeemer about well, the, the cock has just being those everyday people that are, you know, dodging the system a little bit. For
1: this episode, we could set the scene a little bit, and there's going to be some apologies, very basic questions, but yeah. I, I've, I've got also got a quite a philosophical question here as well, so. Look out for that one. All
2: right, um, will do. <laughs> is it existential?
1: So,
2: yeah. It's not existential, it's, no. What, yeah. Uh, <laughs> what is life about? So, yeah.
1: so the first question, <coughs> real basic context. If you're thinking of the treatment that you and Craig probably wrote 22 years ago, 21 years ago at yeah. this point, how would you describe what early Doors is and what early Doors is about?
2: Um that's a that's that's a little question but a big answer yeah um, it, it's uh well to be honest with you um myself and craig when we when we first had the idea it wasn't as it wasn't as condensed as it, it, it you know um like anything else we had a few ideas uh it wasn't specifically early goes. Was what wasn't specifically going to be a just about a pub um right. well that was going to be part of it um when we had the idea or we just said look when caroline had gone to australia because she was getting loads of press intrusion here right we We're like okay well let's just try and write something um we always really I really well no Craig did as well but Cheers was a great you know the American sitcom yep. in a in a bar so I um, I've known Craig since I was like, 14 or 15 so we've known each other like a long 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 time right and we used, and we used to go drinking to underage drinking together in the local pub because he only lived five minutes away from me so uh we were like oh it'd be really There'd be something interesting about writing something from a working class pub point of view. Mm. It's like cheers because we, there are all these funny characters in there. And then we sort of extended that to, it's almost like Coronation Street, really. So, oh, we mm. could have a chippy as well. That'd be quite funny, you, you know, because after the pub, you go in the chippy and there'd be something funny about that. And maybe we could have uh, like an old people's home or, and we had all these ideas. And so we'd write for the different ones right but uh with the pub we always kept coming back to the pub and we always kept coming back to writing about the old lady with the home help and, okay. uh, and so then one idea someone i can't remember which one of us or so we had the bright idea of thinking oh you know what why don't we just combine the two mm. and make it the pub landlord's mum yeah uh, 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 and then we've got whole thing in one in one in one building uh so uh it it was so that's that it sort of we condensed it down to that and then um i think our idea as well at the time was uh and there still is um this this there's a bit of a uh it's a bit grim up north kind of attitude mm. that we that I don't know I don't think we'll ever shift that uh, I still think it exists today you know there's a kind of a bit of um you know north of Watford it's you know you're in scally culture hmm. and a lot of the programs that we see would reflect that kind of it's grim up north the hardship of it people, um, ripping each other off, or uh, selling drugs, or you know, um, I mean, Shameless is a good actor, but you know, that, you yeah. know, programs like that where there's that kind of, yeah, it, everyone's a bit, bit of a rogue, really. I mean, and mm. that goes on. You know, we've all kind of know people like that, but for me, growing up in a working class, you know, area. That wasn't my experience for the majority of the time. No. Majority of the people that I have, have ever come in, into contact with were just warm, funny, uh sarcastic, because mm-hmm. that's the way that's the way we've been brought up to show that you're that your affection or your interest in somebody or your camaraderie or you know uh that that uh, connection you have p- with people yeah. is bounce, they call it these days, <laughs> don't they? <laughs> yeah. Like, like it's like it, something that never existed before. But, yeah, so <laughs> um, so I think the other thing was is that we wanted to uh, try and get on screen uh, what we'd experienced and the funny things about ordinary people... Uh, that aren't aspirational that was the other thing as well you know sitcoms majority of sitcoms is somebody wanting to be somewhere else Mm. it really does they're they're quite happy to be where they are yeah you know what I mean there's not there's no there's no like we want to be nobody's you know in, in a lot of sitcoms as I said before like a middle-class sitcoms, or where the aspiration, or where they're trying, you know, this whatever they're in isn't good enough. I mean, I suppose only only for those narcissists is a good example of that. Yeah, which is a great sitcom. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not in any way slagging it off because it is very, very funny. But there is that thing about you know, this time would we'll be million, next year would we'll be millionaires. Why? Well, like, which time would we'll be millionaires and all that business? <laughs> yeah. Well, there is that. Uh, but we were quite happy, you know. Just going in the pub, having a few drinks, having a crack with people. Um, and even though you, it looks... And I think that's the difficulty we've had, really, in getting a commission, is that from the outside looking in, uh, if you don't know that world, uh, it does, on the surface, it appears like people are just sat there taking the piss out of each other. Yeah. But actually, they're going in there to take the piss or have the piss taken out of them and because there is a collective kind of connection mm-hmm. about you know that extends beyond the pool so that's what you know when you hear it is getting early doors obviously that's a nucleus of it but you hear about you know eddie's mum and dad and yeah. my misses and you know the cop's wives and gyro Jim and all these other people that exist just in your in your imagination but again they don't actually because you sort of know those people yeah yeah so so for me we just wanted to make somebody that was really funny initially that's the other thing you know Mm lots of comedy it's just not even it's just not funny you know, <laughs> yeah, it's like right. warm and clever and gentle, but you're not actually not laugh out loud. You don't find yourself going for it. You don't actually find yourself very few times. I think, or, you know, obviously there's an exception, but for the I said the majority of sitcoms, you're not actually actually sat there laughing out loud. You just think, you know, oh, it's gentle, it's funny, it's warm, it's or whatever you think of it, mm-hmm. but so we wanted to make it like, you know, because somebody would come on telling me, say, "Oh, this new sitcom," you know, I'm not naming any names, but you'd watch it and and um, or I'd watch it and think, "Well, what? Well, what? I don't get it. Where's the laughs? It's clever. Yeah. You know, it's it's kind of make maybe making a social comment on the government of the day or whatever it is, but you know. Where, where's the laughs in this in this comedy so yeah. that was you know make it really funny then you've got people that people will watch it again but also you know we want, we want to write what we know about and also we were conscious of the fact that and I think we've struggled with that I still think we struggled with that I think that still I think to this day the BBC, because, I mean, there's all these petitions and things and people write to the BBC. I get loads of stuff about people writing to the BBC about early doors. And I still think that to this day, because the people in the the Ivory Towers who control commissioning cannot see, don't know that world and don't get the affection for it, Mm. even though the figures tell them, even though we when we toured it after 15 years or whatever, there was we were filling state, you know, yeah. 100,000 people came to see it. You know, would that happen to I'm trying to think of another sitcom that's 20 years old? That you know, there are there are a few, but would King Gary get, will that get that in 20 years' time, or will, you know. Hold the sunset, get that in oh, 20 years' time, or whatever you know what I mean. I just good that,
1: questions, yeah. It's
2: hard to tell. Yeah, so yeah, that, that's really basically you know, I don't know if that answers the question because oh. I, I, I told you I just rant on for, uh, 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 for uh, forever, <laughs> but I think that's what it is. I think it's people, I think it's something that's really funny, hopefully. Mm-hmm. And I also think it's something that, uh, uh, you know, we always wanted to make it dramatically interesting as well. Not too complicated, because you don't want a too complicated narrative any because you have you need to have room for it to be funny. But you want people to connect with the storyline, like with, you know, Ken and his daughter yep. looking for a real dad, yep. that has some sort of resonance and poignancy and some depth to it as well, rather than it just be about these people, you know, who are funny but just, you know, chipping away or going about in
1: their lives, you know? Yeah. And I, I think we'll get to that in due course, but I, it's probably worth mentioning, you're right, with Ken and Mel. Mm. She's looking for a a, a, re, a real dad. Yeah. And at the end of series, series one, there's a devastating line which she says, "In you're my dad. Yeah. Which juxtaposed against the big boy's Beano, <laughs> mm-hmm. which is like, yeah near him. Yeah. It's. I think that's what people like. And if, if, if Series 2, if you think about um, the phone bill. Yeah, yeah. And the fact, like, 30 seconds later, they're talking about Chippy tea, People <laughs> really <Yeah. laughs> well, mess with that.
2: Yeah. yeah. And plus, it's that thing of, of, you know, you kind of want those moments where mm. you want to, you know, I believe in, and it sounds a bit like, I believe the children. The children yeah. There you go, that's how, but I mean, you know, you want to build you wanna hope about and believe in the goodness of people, so which I still think it is, you know, which I do, and I think it, it is true. There's more good mm-hmm. than bad. It's just that we focus on the shit. Yeah. Whereas so I, I think what in a way people look at early doors and why it was so problem and why so many people came to see it when it was on tour is and what people say it's nostalgic it's nostalgic it's looking back Mm -hmm. it's nostalgic because it was made 20 years ago but you still find them characters they might not be in the pub but you can find you know if you sit on a bus or which I got one yesterday (laughs) I I, I got the bus yesterday it was an adventure I've not been on a bus for about five years but (laughs) you know or if you sit in a cafe or you know even the pub I'm pointing here because my pub's right across the road which is great um those people are still in there. Those are nice. You know, those people are still in there. It still exists. The characters are still in there. Whether they all go in the pub is a different matter. But you can still see them any way you like.
1: Yeah, and I, I think if anyone has or hasn't seen the show, if they watch it now, there's only really for me, because I've I got a friend at work into it, um, yeah. Who he's about, oh, geez, 10 years younger than me, and he's from America originally. Um, oh,
2: wow.
1: So he's never seen it. Right. And he said, I said, "What are the two things that dated?" And they said it straight away: mobile phones, yeah, and smoking in
2: pubs. Yeah, that's yeah. it.
1: Yeah, that's it, really.
2: Yeah, I mean the smoking thing. Uh, obviously, that dates it because the law changed it. But yeah. and when we did the live show, we just put a little uh, canopy outside. So we actually went right. outside. So we did the live show outside the front door. So the front door was to the side of it, but the, the stage was open so you could see the inside of the pool.
1: That's right, yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: And then so we just, so, you know, we'd just go out to Joe. Well, I didn't smoke in it, but Joe's would go outside. <clears throat> but I'd go with him just, keep, you know, just so he could show <laughs> <talk. laughs> yeah. And um, so that's the only, that is the only concession that we made to the, Fifteen years had passed. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, in actually, in the series we did use mobile phones in it it because you know, uh, so they were around. I think we referenced it. I think me being on the phone to my wife about the car breaking down and uh, uh, mob and and Debbie on the phone to her kids in the car and all that Mm -hmm. business. So. Um. Well, it's that I suppose, and I suppose the online stuff is that would be the yeah. thing that we, they would talk about now. Yeah, it would be more on about like Tommy would be like, you know, infuriated about the fact that people were getting the shopping delivered to the pub or whatever it was. Yeah. you know what I mean. Yeah, or somebody ordering a pizza that you know, they could say he would like find that offensive <laughs> <laughs> you know why can't people use their ovens and all that but yeah. you know he would, he would you know bloody about but it would it would be that and mm-hmm. about you know about people dating online well in fact we addressed we did that in the live show you know we yeah we, in the live show i was doing the online dating thing conrad <laughs> silver <it's> my, <laughs> yeah,
1: that's yeah. right
2: yeah my, <laughs> my my pseudonym i think people look back
0: So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today.
2: People who say it's nostalgic, I feel like that covers a, a, more of a, um, a, a thought or a longing for uh that kind of sense of togetherness and the and community to feel and p- being part of something mm-hmm. that way where you're taking the piss and being like-minded. I think that's what people it's an affection for what is good about a community. I think that's what it is. Yeah. And they say it's nostalgia, but I don't I think you know, as I say, I'll be in there tonight with my mate, Keith. Uh, I'm pointing upstairs, because I live in in some, you've got to call them apartments in Disbury, but it's a flat, basically. Right. And uh, we call it the outbreak Hotel, because it's all like full of that (laughs) devoid, bloke like me, my mate uh, Keith. So, but, you know, I'll be going across the road tonight, and it's, you know, I could go in there whenever and just chat to Mm -hmm. people and, to be a group of people and on. so that early doors culture and that thing of people you know being you know uh, being relatable yeah is is exists still exists now so i think that's what the longing is for i think that's why if people say it's nostalgic and i think that's why it's popular because people are like you know it is something that is something that we should be celebrated the fact mm-hmm, that we okay. should be connecting with each other and looking out for each other taking the piss about each other but collectively you know like in the series and like in the live show it's about everybody sort of coming together and trying to for to make something better mm-hmm, which is okay. that's not a bad sounds a bit philosophical but it but you know it's not a bad thing. I haven't even got my philosophical um, question yet. Well, there so, you go, I've gone I've I've butter, straight away. Got, I can't believe it's not butter.
1: <laughs> right. Well, I'm going to um, mix this up a little bit. So the grapes itself, yes. two questions about the grape. So obviously it's a set.
2: Yes, it is. But... Although, although people say, I know where that pub is. Like, <laughs> no, no, you, you, I don't think you No, I do. It's in Salford. It's such and such a thing. Or it seems, yeah, but come on, we question. Sorry, I'm just. So it's, it's two questions. Yeah. Is it
1: based on a pub that you and Craig went to when you were young? And why is it called The Grapes?
2: Um, what because, there any of the considerations for the name? It, well, we well, it's based on a few pubs, really. It's like with the characters, you know, the are sort of cherry picked uh, uh, locations and. Uh, you know, the different pubs. So we me and Craig uh used to drink in a pub called the Three Crowns, which is in the Heat Norris in Stockport, which is not there and well, it's the building still there. Mm-hmm. So our formative drinking years were were in there and it had a vault and a room. Right. And like the room, I think it was um I think beer was a penny dearer in the room than it was in the vault, you know what I mean? Just <laughs> <laughs> so we would we used to go. Um uh so the three crowns was one that we would we would we would frequent mm-hmm. um and uh a few different pubs, but l- the look of it mm-hmm. uh oh it's a pub called the nursery as well, and there was a pub near us called the grapes. Right. Um and I think we just went through a few different pub names and you know we liked, I don't know, we thought the grapes was. Because, you know, back in the day, people would say, oh, I've got a, to, got a you know, if you had piles, you'd have a touch of the grapes, wouldn't you? Yeah, that's what yeah, we used yeah. to say. Oh, man, I, tell you what, uh-huh. I think I've got a touch of the grapes. Or the Johnny <laughs> Giles or whatever it was. <laughs> so, and I think that came into it at some point, and that quite tickled us a little bit. Um, so, yeah, so I guess that's really why we just sort of stuck with it. So, I mean, people in Stockport know the pub, the grapes, that we would go in. Mm-hmm. Uh, and think it's a kind of tribute to that. Well, I guess in some ways, that was in our heads because we we used to go in there, but also because we thought like schoolboys—not not that we were schoolboys—but it could mean piles as well, couldn't it? <laughs> yeah. Like that. So yeah, so that was it. Um, and um, and we took ages with the, t- the the title as well. We always yeah. struggled with really mm-hmm. because early doors is a funny term. A lot of people uh it summed it up quite well because you know in the old days of course pubs would you know shut at three and then open back up at half mm. five mm-hmm. six o'clock and you'd get that early doors people who would, you know you'd be queuing up outside <coughs> waiting for the pub to open so yeah go in but um we had a lot of people saying you know particularly as well commissioners saying what does it mean early doors what does it mean it's like, mm. it, it doesn't can't you call it the windsor castle or the grapes or whatever and we were like oh, you know the georgian Dragon, so we know or you know and we were sort of well not really because this is what it's about it's about yeah. you know so i think that confused people early on because I don't think they knew, because it's a foot, it's a football term as well, isn't it? A lot of people say, "Oh, you know, he, he you know, he got a, a, a yellow card early doors or whatever yeah. it is." You know, you you hear that a lot. So yeah. I think that was quite confusing to people as well. Uh, the fact that what is it about this early doors thing? It <laughs> doesn't scream pub, does it? Well, it does for us. Does if yeah. you recognise that term? Yeah, but a lot of people don't so yeah, yeah. so that, that was a that was a funny you know but being truculent northern people we just stood our ground and said no we've not the <laughs> <Yeah.
1: laughs> and so it should be yeah
2: um, exactly <laughs> the characters themselves
1: will probably touch upon as we go through the episodes uh, and it seems like a lot of characters are more like partnerships so there's Joan Duffy yeah. Ken, and, Ken and Melanie Eddie and Joan, Gene yeah. and Winnie, Phil and Nige, yeah. Tommy on his on, on his own, obviously. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and then His oh, yeah, the yeah, catchphrase off then. Yeah. On.
1: <laughs> and I've got the girls like Tanya, Debbie, Janice, Nicola. When yeah. I was re-watching recently, that was something looking back that I think resonated with me more. Because um, whether my dad was at football or my stepdad was working on a Saturday. I'd always be with my mom's friends. Yeah. So that capture capturing of northern women. Yeah. It's is pretty spot on. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well
2: the thing is about the girls is that is that um uh well in fact all the females in, in early doors are the strongest characters in it. Yeah. I mean the strongest as in so much as they have there's more stability about them. There's, they have more uh, they have more influence. Mm-hmm. You know they are more driving force than the blogs e- mm-hmm. easily. You know they are the stronger characters. I mean, you know Ken's mum is ruling the roost. There's no question about that. Yeah. You know she's manipulating everything. They're manipulating each other with Winnie and that the, the girls Melanie as well and Tanya they uh, and you know they they they're, they're more savvy than the Met, no doubt yeah. about that. But um, it uh, is it an odd thing, really. You know, you're saying about it being partnerships. It is, um, I mean, it kind of is not it isn't. It depends, really, doesn't it? Because a lot yeah. of times we'd open it up so you'd have the whole pub talking about a specific subject. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and you would get Tommy, Eddie and Joan. Mm-hmm. uh in talk in between quite a bit you know because uh, he would be the sounding board to for talking about um jones monelli or <laughs> for him to- uh, and for them talking about for tommy to be talking about his his dead wife edith who he you know, a little plaque up in the gardens, and he was yeah. when he realised he, he was still paying his direct debit <laughs> yeah. to keep the, for the upkeep of it after she died. So there were <laughs> there were quite the little groups of, of people, and and but that is just uh, real, isn't it? Mm-hmm. You go to pub, you know, you have your certain mates or your certain person that you will gravitate towards, but then somebody will come wandering in. Uh, We've got a, a mate in the pub, um, and he's he's kind of a non. If he was in a sitcom, he'd be like a no- He'd be an extra. He's called he's called Martin. He won't watch this, so it won't make no difference. <laughs> and it's uh, everyone. Call, they call him the ghost because he just sort of floats around from <laughs> table to table, really. And you'll find him on your shoulder. You won't. he's <laughs> it, it, like most haunted. You've had to drink and, and then you and then. He'll, he'll just say something once a month or once every few weeks. Um, like, my mate is, is, is uh, just finished, finished with his, his uh, girlfriend about two months ago. Or oh, she finished with him. And then all of a sudden, like last week, and he's not spoke for ages, but I heard about your girlfriend. Somebody's seen her with another bloke, <laughs> And then he'll move on. So he's, he, you know, he says nothing, and then he just says something that really kind of, you know, cuts you to the quick, and then he's off. He he's floats off. So you know, <laughs> there is that thing where in a pub, or or anywhere really, it's a social gathering kind of thing. You just do gravitate to certain people, don't you? Yeah. Like you know, it's like me and so uh, Joe and Duffy. You know, it was basically you know they've been mates for ages since school. Well, that was me and Craig. We were mates for ages. We were those characters. I I hasten to add, but um, <laughs> you know, and we would see that couple on the estate uh, where we where we grew up, uh, who were a bit naive for to be a polite word, um, but happy. Yeah, you know. They're the happiest two people in that place. And yet they've got, you know, got nothing. And, yeah. and you know, outside looking and you think, bloody hell, they're thick as pig shit, them or whatever, you know, the bloody dad. But they're they oblivious to all the pressures of the world, you know, mm. un- until somebody cuts the bone off. And then Ron goes, oh, well, we rally around because they're, you know, mm-hmm. the lovely... You no, know, there's no harm in them. No. And... The other thing, as well, is 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 um, which which is nice again about about early doors. So, you know, going back to what I talked about. Everybody would <clears throat> take the Mickey out of uh, jo- Joan and Eddie. Or know what they were saying, or look at each other. No, mm-hmm. actually, nobody would actually sort of call them out. There was no one's being. Uh, Oh God! Look how stupid. Or uh, you know what I mean. Everyone yeah. would would know, and we'd be like, "Oh, Dopey the dog," and we're all, all <laughs> blood here. you know. And I think that's the difference as well because I think sometimes comedy. I mean, comedy is about cruelty. Well, it's not about cruelty. It's it. Sometimes you can be, you, you know, you can veer into the into the realms of being cruel. Uh. And then for me, you know, you know, and I, you know, you'll know comedies, and you people watch comedy, and you think this is uh, it's nasty. It's like it's it's shock, yeah, being horrible to somebody, <clears throat> and that's like meant to be funny. Well, I've never found that particularly funny myself. It's all right. I mean, you know, it's like Trigger on Fools and Horses, is, is you know nobody's really nasty to him. It's like Eddie and Joan, or you know, with us. You know they were sort of like lovable puppies really weren't they, they were a bit yeah. and you know but but yeah so I think uh, so so yeah so I mean they that they, they just works as a couple the cops obviously yeah yeah it's a it's a funny thing isn't it I suppose I mean and I suppose it was Ryan as a partnership as well yeah well, you look at it from that point of view mm-hmm. um, yeah. But yeah, there's definitely there's definitely a thing where where the partnerships sort of prevail. Um I mean even even with the girls, mainly it was Tanya and Debbie, wasn't it, who were together. I know Maxine yeah. would would uh uh would join in. Um but yeah, I don't know, it's just a funny one that. But but yeah, but then again, we did have a lot of that like, collective conversations about nonsense like organic veg and things yeah, like that of or course. whether anybody likes circuses.
1: <laughs> we'll get to that. Yeah. <laughs> I'll finish this okay. episode with my philosophical question. Soon. All
2: right. Dun, dun, dun.
1: Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, I hope it's worth it.
2: Um, so I'm, I... I was going to say we're going to have a week to think about it and come back with an answer. <laughs> Do you want an answer now?
1: We'll see. Do we need so you to,
2: know... need to meditate for an hour on it? Or...
1: <laughs> so you know when Star Wars Apparently, you see Star Wars through the guise of R2-D2 and C-3PO, apparently. Who are you watching this through? Oh, it, right, yeah. Is it Joe and Duffy? Is it Ken? Is it the bar? Um,
2: I kind of always thought it was uh, through Ken, really. Okay. I always, I always sort of think he's the one... <clears throat> um, for better or worse, who is sees everything that's going on with, the, with other, other people, knows it, so, so he knows that he's being, uh, uh, um, that the coppers are using their position of power and he accepts it. He knows Eddie and Joan, uh, he knows what Duffy and Joe uh, he, I, you know he when he sit there playing cards with Joe and Duffy and when he's serving people I think he is more he's he's our eyes really mm-hmm. um and that's why in a way I think that when things like uh, the, the emotional beats of it um are usually down to him. It's something to do with him, whether it's something's happened where his daughter's looking for his uh, biological father, yeah, or where he's initiated something to help somebody else. Um, I think you're feeling that's why it resonates because I think you've you feel uh, he's that every man, isn't he? Yeah, he's he's our every woman, he's sort of the eyes and ears of it, I think, really. So that's, that's, that's who I would say. Oh, Gyro Jim. <laughs> no, not, 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 not Gyro Jim. No, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed this first episode. Uh, we'll be back in two weeks' time where we will talk about episode one. Now, did it have a real title, episode one?
2: Oh, that's a good question. You know, can you give me two weeks to look up and find out? I think that we did end up titling them mm-hmm. um, just for the reasons of advertising them in the TV Times or what it was.
1: <laughs>
2: but I don't think we ever thought we. I didn't, don't think we ever thought to give them t- the episodes, individual titles. OK, so yeah. So there, there will be somewhere in the Radio Times episode one. Do's Roll Wanker on my side, although I doubt, it's, I doubt if that would have made the radio time. I don't
1: think it would have. <laughs> well, to hear that and more, like, subscribe, tell your friends, do what Phil said earlier the word of mouth that got early doors to where it is, amongst other things. And um, we'll see you in two weeks. Thank yes. you. Yes,
2: brilliant.